do we have a title for this one? 2022 recap? Ooh, recap. Reflections, recaps. I don't I know. We'll have to come up with something. Well, yes. so this is pretty, <laughs> this is pretty on the fly. If you could see me, which you won't, I am on, my hair is not brushed. I'm in my pajamas. We're really kind of jumping right into this because this was a big barrier for me thinking about this episode. We've been talking about it for a while. It's been on our schedule for some time. You said- Then it was off the schedule. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I took it off because I didn't, yeah, yeah, I didn't think I'd be able to get there. And it was you as we, we talked about it, I think in a couple Friday previews, I was like, we, Mm -hmm. I think you said, if you don't make me do it, I'm not going to do it. You said that. And I was like, well, then I'm not going to make her do it. I'm not, I'm not even into it myself. So I'm definitely not going to make her do it. And then it was you who pushed us kind of over the edge with, or the tipping point with those questions from Jay Shetty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I always am afraid of our goals episode. Mm. You know that. So that's why I said, if you don't make me do it, I'm not going to do it. And then I was listening to Jay Shetty's podcast. And I mentioned this on a Friday preview that the, he was just talking about a list of questions for the end of the year. Um, things you can look back on. His episode was 20 minutes. I was like, let me just, let me just hear this. Like the question. Can you imagine? Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine (laughs) that someone could do a podcast episode that's only 20 minutes? We can't. Um, But I had looked at the questions. I think you did the same thing in the show notes, his show notes. And I was like intrigued, but I was like, oh, I don't know if I can answer those. But I was like, let me just hear what he says about it. And then listening to him kind of talk through it. I was like, oh, okay. I got it. I got it. Yeah. They were very overwhelming to me. Just laid out bare as questions, but then same. Uh, when I listened, yeah. I was like, and okay, I, I to yeah. him. I'm like, yeah. okay. Um, and I meant, I said this to you, like for me, I think that the looking ahead things, the goals, um, I don't know that that's a great exercise for me. Um, because I am a person who re- really recently, this has happened where I've realized that what I need to do more of personally is to look back and mm. reflect and i'm not good at saying hey listen kate you've done a lot of things you've done a lot of work you've you've overcome a lot of things or you've yeah. you've you've done this or that personally and because instead i'm a person who you know is like the human doer the enneagram three the what's what's going on the to-do list what do i have to do next but when you do that what i realized is if you're always looking forward you're mm. always lacking. You mm. haven't done it yet. By definition, mm. you are lacking. And for someone like me, it's like, okay, well, then I got I to gotta go get that. I got to go do that. I got to go achieve that. When is the time where you go, hey, buddy, yeah. how about you look back at all the check marks you already yes. got yeah. and say, hey, nice job. Mm. To me, that is so, I'm like, Ugh, gross. Like, yeah. whatever. <laughs> like, you did it. Fine. Yeah. But that's not good. I, yeah. I think that it would be helpful for me to, because I'm always like, well, I have so much more to do. I have, yes. so, I have so much, whatever it is, yes. emotional work, yeah. real, it's always yeah. what I haven't done yet. That yeah. is very exhausting. Yes. And how yes. about you go, hey, look back and say you've done a lot. Yeah. Give yourself a little pat on the back. Yeah. I am also, like you, not good at kind of celebrating or yeah. 
um, you know, the little things, which is something they say, especially in big projects, you have to be able to kind of break them down and say congratulations to yourself somewhere along the way. Because if you're really waiting for something that's years out, it's hard to get there if you can't do that. So I'm not good at that, but I am good at, and maybe this is is an important difference, I am really good at, at the end of the day, looking at everything I've done in the day, because that's how I make my to-do right. list for the next day. So I'm really good at being, I feel very satisfied when I look at my day's list and how much is gone and done. And so I feel satisfied on a daily basis. I don't ever look back this way and say like, congratulations on a bigger basis, but on a daily basis, right. I'm like, I'm very satisfied with what I did today. And so Yeah, that's, that's that good. Helps. I could probably do a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. But I think more of the bigger picture, like yeah, sure. how have you grown? What have you done? Um, I'm not so good at. Well, um, that's why we're here today then. <laughs> that's why we're here today. Exactly. Because I thought yeah. that these would force me to kind of do that. And yeah. actually, Samia Dave, an author who we love, and yes. um, I saw she also, and she's also, she's an author, but she is also a psychiatrist, psychologist, psychologist, I think. Apologize if I got it wrong. Um, but she posted the same type of thing um, after I saw these. But um, if you're not into New Year's resolutions, what are some other things you can do? Because a lot yes. of people don't like New Year's resolutions. Right. I don't do of, New Year's. Yes. Right. Right. But one I of do. them was reflections. And I was like, mm. ah, Samia, yes. We're thinking. Or or what's a word you want to, mm-hmm. to think of for 2023? Yes. Like a yes. word, you know, I feel like these other ways in is all I'm saying yeah. are, although I think when you do your goals, yeah, naturally, I think you do do Ex- some, you have right. to do some I do not do, yeah, oh, oh, absolutely, yes, right? I do, to yes. See, well, what but have I, I done and where yeah. do I want to keep going? So you have some of that built in. I do. No, it's true. I do. But I also don't do anything. I don't call, I don't, they're not resolutions and that's just not, that's not just wordplay. I don't hold myself to it. They are, we've talked about this. I hold them very loosely. Like this idea, something like a word is much more of what I do when I'm going forward. Like, I don't know if you want to jump in, but yeah, one yeah, of, yeah, yeah. yeah, one of the challenges for me this year and, and when I did this in early 2022, the goal was for the podcast quantity that was the word quantity Mm -hmm. I wanted to do more episodes now that's a challenge because we have very full lives um, outside of this podcast this podcast is is a something we love very much but it is relatively low on the priority list of life and so Mm -hmm. I didn't know how we would get to more episodes but I, I didn't know how and I just put it as a goal whatever and however it was going to happen or not happen it was it happened it happened in spades we recorded over 110 episodes this year did you know that I did not know that yeah oh my yeah yeah oh I love to know that though okay which is pretty I mean it was very much in line with what I wanted again quantity I was hoping for two a week it was more than that. And I know exactly how we got there because... Right, but you we, couldn't have mapped that out. No, no. Yeah. Because we spent a lot less time preparing, preparing mm-hmm. for what were our original episodes, had many segments. We were, you know, there was a lot to think about. We did a lot of research on the 
creators. And so it just took a lot more time beforehand. The episodes right. were maybe about the same length. But this year we had we came up with so many episodes to just turn on our microphones and start talking. And so right, that allowed right. us to do a lot more, just like this one. We're like, ready? Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> you know? And the TV recaps yeah. also. That's I, it. That, that That's produces it. a lot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's yeah, no uh, um, real preparation for that. You watch the show one hour and then you basically get on. I know you read a little bit, but even that, we've yeah. been doing them so quickly, mm-hmm. has not been a ton of time for you. So, yeah, so that yeah. was a challenge. That was that, a challenge. That's yeah. our first question. What is yes. the challenge you've overcome this year? Yeah, and you're exactly right. You just, you are good at that. It's just a word or a thought, mm-hmm. but not holding so tight to how that's going to happen. Because by the way, if you said to me, Right, I know. We need more quantity. We need two a week. I'd be like, I can't do that. Nope, nope, nope. Ah, that's too much, too much. Meanwhile, you just tricked me into it. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. No, right. But also, you know, it just, it kind of worked out that way. I mean, it did. There were ways that then it seemed manageable. Whereas yeah. if you just said that at the beginning of the year and I saw that on a list, like two a week, it would probably freak me out. Yes, 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 I do. Yeah, that was definitely. And I think we actually eased into it with a lot of author interviews. We did so many author interviews this year. And that is just easier to prepare for. It's again, you know, it's a little bit of reading, but it's still, it's not quite a TV recap. I think those are so hard to prepare mm. for because I read slower than you. But and I actually, I say this all the time. I don't think I read slow, but I think compared to you, I read slow. Um, but, and then sometimes with them, I like, I do do like read a lot about them, you know, or listen to interviews with them or whatever, but I don't care because I love those. Cause I love, I love the interviews because I love talking to people. I just feel like we've got so much out of those. Yeah. Um, yes. The, the, uh, okay. So what challenge did I overcome this year? See, I have a few, but one is related to what you're saying. Um, about trying to say no more. I feel like that was a real, as, as we're talking about the ways in which I said yes, I think on here, but that is a real challenge for me to say no to things um, here on the podcast, but just generally. And I think it was a tarot card, right? That I got that mm. told me to go on a no yes. bender. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think that was like in the summer. So maybe this happened more in the second half of the year, but I always think of that. And uh this no bender like some and i say it to people sometimes to other friends of mine when i think they need to go on one and they laugh and i'm like i got that from a tarot card but that is a challenge for me that i do think i have overcome and have utilized the no card Mm. more than i used to as a means of some self-preservation protection yeah yeah so that was a big challenge for me mine are all very personal because i'm Mm. like on the couch shocking (laughs) um the other one um, that was big is like I, 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 I wrote like practiced honesty. I don't know if that's what sounds like a challenge, but it is for me to mm. be. It was a real challenge for me in a lot of ways personally to just like be honest, truthful, share my truth, even when it's hard. Mm-hmm. And that was not something I do naturally, I don't think. I'm sort of a like smooth things over type person yeah, yeah. and uh, or or bury or, things right. mm-hmm, without mm-hmm. knowing that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And 
that I do think looking back in 2022, I'm like, no, you did that. You did that hard thing a mm -hmm. lot of times mm -hmm. and good for you. You know, yeah. like yeah. you did that. And yeah. I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah. So that felt like a big challenge. Good. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, on the podcast, uh, another one was adding video. Oh, that's that was, right. you know, one that we had had on our, we had talked about probably since we started True. the podcast and we just couldn't get there. And then finally this year we did. And it's been great. I, I love it. I think yes. it's been a, an important addition to our process and yeah, I don't know. I love it. It felt like a challenge. It really did. It felt like one of those it was. challenges mm -hmm. where we're like, oh, God, that's not our thing. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah, we can overcome other things yeah. that are more related to content or ourselves. But we're like, oh, because you got to switch to a different platform. And mm -hmm. Exactly. Different and that, software. yes, that felt. That's a big barrier. It felt overwhelming. It really did. And it, by the way, it took me a very long time to cancel our old one because I didn't know what to do with the stuff was on there. So that oh, wasn't completely like solved by signing up for a new one. But yeah. Yeah. But it also helped with social media. We mm -hmm. have more personal um, content to put on social media, mm -hmm. which is very important. And people like to engage with the people behind the work. And so I feel like that was a huge challenge that had kind of, I don't want to say took care of itself, but it did. It resolved when we switched to video and had this platform. Right, right. Like most challenges, it's one of those things where before you do it, it seems it's so... It's the worst. It's daunting. Insurmountable. And then when you're done, you're like, oh, why didn't I do that sooner? Like, look uh -huh. at how much better this is, you know? Yeah. It's uh -huh. like everything. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's just getting over the hump. Yeah. So I have one, one more challenge, if you... Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, mine, and this is my personal one. Those were, for me, about the podcast that felt, like, really insurmountable when I put them on my list of things for 2021, uh, 2022. And the thing is, some of those even came from 2021. And mm -hmm. sometimes it just takes... You have to put it into consciousness before and it sometimes it takes longer than you want it to I think I had to have it on the list in 2021 at the end of 2021 didn't happen but I was still happy with what did happen with the podcast mm -hmm. so 2022 when they went on they were ready they were ready for um you know to to come uh to life and so my personal one was putting myself out there more, which all wraps together, right? One, I'm I'm literally putting myself out there more. We did more episodes. My we have That's more, right. and then video, visually, yes, mm -hmm. more out there. But what I was really getting at, and I, and those were probably baby steps that helped me get there with my writing, and that That's was right. and that was a big thing for me. And by the way, by the time we had done our mid year. I hadn't. I still hadn't done it. Um, I had mm -hmm. talked about it more. I did it a little bit. I went to Thriller Fest, I think right around that time, which was amazing. I got to, and I went up and talked to so many authors that I love and met so many people that I really liked and kept in touch with them. And and that was a big deal. That was a, another really big step for me. And then putting my writing out there. And I just cannot fathom the way that has mattered. It really, yes. it, and I was just, in fact, talking to Christy Tate about this last night um, and saying how, like, 
sometimes people don't even give feedback that I was looking for or that I thought I needed or whatever. And I always get a nugget out of it. But but even if I don't, it's the exchange. There's an energy exchange that mm-hmm. involves mm-hmm. like here, please help me with this. Please take right. this. And then mm-hmm. the person takes it and then gives it back to you. And yes. that energy exchange, regardless of the content, and sometimes the content is great, sometimes it's not so great, and, yeah. and it doesn't matter. That energy exchange for me is the thing that helps me. It's like gas. It's like gassing up my tank. Yes, it, yes. And I did not realize that until – very late this year but I but I was doing it and so yes, it's pretty amazing that was a big one that yeah. is no that one's huge I was hoping it, that was on your list yeah <laughs> and it, it made my work stronger but also my motivation my yeah. like, like the yes. gas tank like whatever keeps me going mm-hmm. um go, mm-hmm. you know really it, it helped a lot so that was mm-hmm. a huge challenge that had that probably rolls into our second question because I was gonna say does that yeah. a surprise mm-hmm. for you the second yeah. question What's what's been surprising um, to yes. you this year, or a surprise you've dealt with? And I feel like that probably very much surprised you. Yes, how the, much that yes. fueled you. The, and no, the surprise part of it for me is that the energy exchange is more important mm-hmm. than the content. Even the people who have given me the best feedback I've ever had on my work, it's they are no better than the person who reads it and then just talks to me about it. It's no better mm-hmm. in that in that energy exchange. And so that was surprising to me, that how important that is to my process. Right, right. Yeah. This energy exchange is yeah. kind of similar to what uh, my surprise is in a yeah. way because it's all about connect, finding connection with people, like points of connection. And I think when you do open up and in your case share your work and then they share their views on it or in my case I'm saying like, you know, sharing – um, truth and honesty about yourself. I'm so surprised by how what you get back is not what you expect all the time, right? Like a lot of times you, you're you worried if you share it or in your case, you maybe mm. you're thinking, oh God, can I handle yeah. the criticism or yeah. critique? Yeah. And when it's something personal, you're like, oh God, what are they going to think of me? Or am I going to hurt people? But you know what? It's like, again, I guess I'm going to use the vulnerable word, but it is... Mm. There's something about that that then when people respond back, there is an exchange of energy. I think that's right. And yeah. and so for me, I was surprised. First of all, I was surprised that when you actually do speak your truth that like nothing necessarily terrible happens. Like, <laughs> you know what? So I'm not saying people can't be heard or people um, can't misinterpret you. But at the end of the day, it's like it, the world didn't end, you know? Mm. I mean, it, and I hate, <laughs> to say like the truth will set you free but I'm um but I am I'm a little bit feeling that like yeah. um I was thinking of this quote I've got lots of Glennon quotes in my head at all times from her podcast but it was really Liz Gilbert who said this like a great truth liberates everyone involved the mm. truth sets everyone free and oh that other one I loved from suffering comes from believing a lie will keep you safe and the truth is where the danger is like that surprises me all the time that that Mm. is how true that feels to me um but and just yeah just like sharing things personally i've just found now i've been more connected to other people who feel like they're going through similar things and Mm -hmm. 
that's a surprise to me. Like, I guess yeah. that you can say these things and open up and that you find it shouldn't be a surprise. It's sort of like, duh, but mm -hmm. I don't know. Then when you feel it, it, it does feel surprising. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah. yeah. The energy, though. I like that. Yeah. I, my other surprise, which is, again, not podcast related, was around kids and I just how... Oh, I feel like I was in the sweet spot of parenting for a long time and it's gotten rough again. It's gotten it's gotten much more challenging. And I, I read something that really helped me. I think it was um, Dr. Lisa Damore said adolescence, especially for girls, begins at 11. And mm -hmm. we think of, you know, teenagers, 13 and even teenagers, sometimes you're like 15, you know, like when things get really challenging and it has been a challenging year for me with parenting and that was a surprise because I just didn't expect it to come so soon I expected so some soon. a little more time in that sweet spot but like oh yeah. no but it's here mm -hmm. it's yeah, here it's here it's here <laughs> and look I, I mean I had a lot of surprises around that how good I was at manage at, not at being good at what they needed because I mostly failed often this year but that what the, the end result the thing that mattered was just having the conversations and just being there and listening mm -hmm. and absorbing it I think we talked about that once on a Friday preview too like the, we're just intended to be emotional sponges for them yes and, that's right and how important that is to to do that um, but also how not easy it is so no no. Yeah, so that was a a surprise in some good and some negative ways. And one that will keep going. That's the gift yes. that keeps on giving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I feel a little less – I will feel less caught off guard, I think, going forward. Right. I think the mm -hmm. the age that it came so soon felt felt like the – Yeah, so the surprise I, element will yeah. be at yeah. least be removed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Mm -hmm. So this was an interesting one. The next one, what is something you bought this year? Yeah, Like money well spent kind of thing. And I thought this yeah. was interesting because he said when I listened to it, because first I was like, well, that's a weird I, one. I um, thought the same thing, but you're right. right when I listened, go ahead, yeah. Yeah, because he said a lot of people often they when they spend money, they feel badly about it or, you know, oh, it was too expensive or they think they indulged themselves or people just have a lot of, issues or you know stuff Feelings. around money yes and spending and so he wanted you to really think of something that you were like you know what like I'm so glad I bought this right this this brings me happiness in some way that's how I interpreted it or something where you look at it and go like yeah that was that was money well spent so I guess to help people think about not everything you spent money on was a waste or yeah. an indulgence or whatever. Mm -hmm. I could do this all day because I don't, <laughs> I don't have yes. these things around yes. money. Yes. And I could look at so many things and be yeah. like, like I just don't have that. But there is one that I said, I immediately came to my mind, probably because I was sitting in bed when it happened. But I bought the most ridiculous bed this sleep number bed i'm not an ad for sleep number people um this is not a paid advertisement but in 2022 i have to take i cannot tell you how many times i said i've said to myself i'm so glad i bought this bed oh my because 
That's okay, so, so funny it's that one that that's the first goes time I've heard down. this. Yes, you oh, told me yeah. about the. I know. Yes, you've told me about the magic of like all it does, but yeah, it does but, all yeah, these yeah, crazy yeah. things. Mm-hmm. But it does. It's you know. So it's a, one of those split kings, and so my side can go up, your feet can go up. It does the whole thing, and yeah. you have an app, and it can view your it tells you your sleep stats. Yeah. Anyway, but the point is, <laughs> I now do like everything in this bed. I, I'm mm. not kidding, guys. I watch all our shows if I have to watch. Um, I read in there. I write in there. I got COVID twice, twice. And I was like, I lived in there. I never left that bed. And I was like, but for this bed, uh, it would be horrible because I, it was like my home office. I got a little cup holder thing. I'm not kidding. (laughs) For my bed. So that I could, so that I could put my bed, my cup, I'm sorry, my coffee, right next to me in the bed and it wouldn't spill. I mean, it's, it is now like my office, this thing. Love and it. I just feel like it's like life-changing. I really do. So when I first bought it, I actually, I just said, I don't have shame around spending, but that I did feel a little bit like, Ooh, that's a little ridiculous for a bed, but now I feel better. I yeah. look at it. I love it. It's so good. That so anyway, great. my sleep number bed is really, <laughs> I'm so happy about that is great. By the way, I don't recommend any of that for people who have you. You need to say you have no trouble sleeping. You are not a problem who Correct. like a person who because because people like me who have a lot of problems yeah. sleeping, You're we not can't to do anything. That's in bed, right, right. That's right. Bed is just. I read for a few minutes and then I fall asleep. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I'm just want to say that it is truly changed my life that practice because I mm-hmm. used to live in my bed. I just like. I don't know. I like being in my bed and I like, Mm -hmm. I used to write there. I used to read there. I used to do everything there and it really was not good for my sleep. And so now all I do in my bed is read for a few minutes and go to sleep and that's it. And then in the morning I wake up and I do my morning pages and then I get out. So, but, but you don't have those issues. So you get to fully enjoy it, which I love. I love, I love, I love, I love, I love, I love, I love. Um, some I had big I had this question come up any other year I really would have been struggling to find an answer I am someone who does not like to spend a lot of money I just like to be very efficient with money that's all Mm -hmm. it's not that I don't do things or whatever but I just like to be very efficient and that includes my money and so I wouldn't I don't know that I would have had something but this year, we spent a lot of money on trips. Oh, yeah. We, yeah. That's my favorite thing to spend money on. That's the best. We we really went – sometimes, you know, when – a great year is we go on one big trip, and that's fantastic. But this year – and we did that. This year, we went to Spain as a family. And, it, and this probably also comes back to the surprises, how challenging – this year has been parenting, I was like, well, let me try to capitalize on that a little bit and go away together. Like maybe this is the end of the time when they really care about being with us and and we get to do something, you know, as a family. Mm -hmm. And so we went to Spain for their spring break, uh, Easter break, and it was amazing. It was amazing. And that was a big deal. But we also did some trips to Boston and we went to, you know, BC Games and yes. we we did escape rooms. We did all this stuff that 
we would not normally do in addition to that. And we did all these kind of little side trips too. And that was just, I mean, money so well Uh, spent, so well spent. And I, I'm so glad I didn't, I, I really grabbed onto this idea that, you know, the time that we have with them in this stage where they can Mm -hmm. there's no naps there's no worrying about you know those logistics anymore and we can go and they can appreciate things and they'll remember them and I I was so glad I really kind of grabbed onto that and we did it and it was amazing amazing I I zero regrets yeah I just I say that all the time to everyone I don't think you can ever regret spending money on a trip and it doesn't I mean doesn't matter how fancy the trip is whatever but that's like in the experiences bucket you know mm-hmm. like I don't yeah. even it's like I don't even count it as spending money which of course is ridiculous because you need yeah. but it's it's not like the material possession type thing that I'm talking about like that I feel like is always money well spent because it's time together and like you said you you're at they're at an age where you know there's only a certain window where yeah. they're maybe gonna want to do this or it'll just yeah. change you know yeah. what I mean like yes not that they I'm sure your kids will always want to go on a trip with you yes. at some point but it changes so it does it's like you're in the sweet spot exactly like. and mm-hmm. neither of them had phones and we were all just together and it was right yeah exactly it's, it'll it's be different perfect time yes, yes. it'll be different yes. um and then uh, also do you have an, another one i'm gonna alternate oh uh, yeah my other yeah. one was this outdoor renovation that we did on the house oh um, yay because it was for the um the the pool but we built this like I don't know it's like it's a structure it's a covered structure I don't know if it's a pergola or it's whatever but it's like a big thing with that you can sit under and by the way how did you get the big thing if you didn't name it <laughs> like how did you convey this well, to the it's person called, like that was a doing... pavilion okay. or like okay. a, I don't know they all know what it is here where okay. I live I you know but I call it like a, I guess it's like a pavilion okay. um it's not a pool house because it doesn't have walls so it's like okay. yeah it's like a pavilion I think it's called okay. um but I thought it was like my husband wanted to put a TV out there. It hangs so that you can't see it. It's like a whole sitting area. But point is, I love it. I sit out there all summer and then into the fall. And again, I bring my laptop, I bring a book. And I, when we read Nora Goes Off Script, she had the tea house yes. where she would sit and do things. I felt a little bit like it was my tea house. Aww. I even brought like my tarot cards out there mm-hmm. and I would go out in the morning and I just love it. I like sit under there and I just feel like I'm in, it's away from the house and I feel like I'm in my own little little world and I mean also like from every window in the house like when I look out the backyard I mean the whole backyard looks just looks so much more beautiful now so Mm. it gives me like a good feeling but it then became actually useful like I would sit out there and really enjoy it and I felt like that was a lot but I'm getting like real pleasure out of it so that makes me feel better I love that I love that yeah yeah um my other my other one was uh something I feel it's it's a little less um the same as the travel but we went to concerts and 
People, the other thing I love to spend money on. <laughs> people were very, uh, they were very expensive this year. Tickets they were are. very, oh, tickets very are so expensive. expensive and hard mm-hmm. to get. And so I didn't even bother trying to get them. We we did like, you know, the, the resale sites mm-hmm. and they just gouge you on those, of mm-hmm. course. That's their whole business mm-hmm. model. But I didn't care and I really, um, you know, went for it and and spent some, a, a, a lot of money on it. And but what I love about it is, I managed to go to a concert with my husband, Red Hot Chili Peppers. We went to, I went um, to my daughter with my daughter to Machine Gun Kelly, mm-hmm. and I went with my brother to see um, this a woman, Mariel Craft. And so it was like, I don't know, they were each their own experiences, and one was in a huge stadium, the other was like at the Mercury Lounge, and right, right, it's right. it was it was. Those are experiences I will never get back, and like we're just so perfect. And I'm and I at the time when I was pulling the trigger, I was really having a hard time. It was a lot of money. It's a lot. I know. Yeah, and but, but I, I, I yeah. I'm so happy, so happy that yeah. I did it because they those. It's are... so funny because that's what made me happiest this year, which is another one of the questions, which was travel and live music. So I'm with you. Those yeah. are uh, those things always bring me happiness and there aren't that many things that I can say sort of unadulterated like Mm. that that bring me happiness um but yeah same as travel I just think like hearing live music you can't go wrong yeah it's always a good experience I know I know but it's hard for me it's really hard to get over the the money it's one night it's like two hours usually they're often logistically difficult oh yeah no it's it's a big fucking <laughs> yeah. asshole yeah often. so i know unless you're just like yeah just going somewhere small in new york city I yeah mean, luckily you live in new york city so yes. you can get to things but it's true but two of them i took the subway yeah. too the yeah. other was no, logistically like yeah for me i have to get i get drivers like yeah I can't, yeah i mean yeah. it's it if you add, i can't you can't add it up if you if you do the math yeah. it's bad it's yeah. bad yeah all right so question number four uh, what yeah. was the best? Well, this, so this was his, but we modified this. Is that right? The best book or podcast yeah. you read or listened to? I mean, that's the entirety of our content. Yeah. Like we can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't go through that. You just listen to the hundred plus episodes we put out this year. Yes, yes. That's that. Or if, if there were some favorites, though. I didn't know if there was any yeah. standouts for you of our episodes. Yeah. Well, so mine... My standout was kind of a a bizarre thing. I mean, I couldn't – there were so many good ones. I couldn't even narrow it down. It was just – it would have gone on. I really – it would have looked like a list of what we did this year. So I didn't even try. But I wanted to say we had a lot, a lot of Reese Witherspoon book club pick authors Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. this year. We had a lot more this year, Some, some old ones some prior picks of hers, not from 2022, um, and then some new ones. But I, I have to just give a specific shout-out to uh, Jillian McAllister because yeah. like Tia Williams, mm-hmm. we had Tia Williams for 2021. This was a book I read, um, Wrong Place, Wrong Time, same as uh, Seven Days in, in June, where I read it and I was like, oh, my God, this book is so special. This yeah. book is, mm-hmm. and I lobbied to get them on the podcast. Tia, we had already had, but her schedule was very full for this one. Little did we know it was because she was a Reese pick and she was doing a lot of Reese right. events but uh, and content. 
but I really lobbied to get her. I really lobbied to get Jillian and I didn't let it go. And because I, because I just felt like this book was so special. And then we got to talk to them and then it's always such a delight to then have already talked to them and then find out that they were picked by Reese, which is in the publishing world, just a, just a, you know, an honor but that it was we you're like yeah. i knew it yeah i knew it it yeah. is fun when yeah. when that happens also on that interview mm. she told us she was pregnant before she told like anyone else she's now yes. had the baby so yes. but i felt very special mm-hmm. um, yes at the that end of that i felt like she shared with us um yes. that was a big one i i did happen to be going through our episodes for 2022 yesterday for some year-end stats type stuff so so there were a few that did jump out at me I mean I I I do have to mention Jessica Knoll I just feel like because it was such a highlight for so many reasons but one was I just felt like we said this on the interview with her that that was a real full circle moment for us because it was one of the first books we did Luckiest Girl Alive for the podcast Um, not an interview with her meaning just we covered the book and it was a book that you and I had talked about years and years, years. and years ago when it mm-hmm. first came when it out, first came out. Mm-hmm. when this podcast wasn't a thing. Yes. And so to have that book sort of travel with us at different points yeah. in our relationship and then in the relationship with this podcast and then to have her on yeah. as it's now, the movie's now out. I mean, that was crazy. It and was. then the interview was amazing. So just, yeah. that, even if it had been horrible, I don't, I knew it would never be horrible, but, yeah. but, no, and true. then I felt like we, I don't know. I just felt like that whole thing has sort of like a magic around it. Yes. I so agree. that episode really does um, stand out to me um, in terms of an interview. I mean, the other one that stands out is Lisa Tadeo, similar to like Atia, who we've had on more than once. But every time we talk to her, I just feel like, I don't know, this connection. Um, there's just some that we, and even Attica and Tembi Locke, that was another one this year that I, oh, I felt yes. like so uplifted after. Yeah. And I felt like I knew them and that we were all connected somehow. When that happens, it's really kind of magical. So so those yeah. those yeah out. i mean we had I, I i i'm trying to separate these questions from the goals that i had but that was i mean that was a big goal was to add to our roster of amazing authors and and we really started wanting to and i still go back to this i'm still trying to cultivate some debuts for 2023 because that was a big part of it i wanted to get them a platform that they don't have as widely as some of our favorite authors that we've already established and and love. But so we did a great mix of, we did a lot of interviews, did a great mix of debut plus these ones that are beloved by us and by so many readers and then added showrunners, directors, writers on TV. I mean, we really knocked it out of the park with, with uh, interviews with content creators this year. I mean, there's no doubt about it. No. Yeah, yeah, we that was a goal, and yeah. we did that. So yeah. that those are the some of the highlights of the interviews. But you know, we do do we do do books and movies and TV recaps, and I feel like just a couple of those that jumped out. Like I loved our Sally read-alongs, our Sally Rooney read-alongs with "Beautiful World, Where Are You?" Anytime we get to talk about Sally Rooney, I feel like you and I 
just have some sort of magical oh, yes. connection yes. slash black yeah. hole that we go down. <laughs> yes. Um, and co- we did do conversations with friends too That when the show came out and the book. So whenever we get to do that, it just, I feel like, those are those are great great um always and a yes. surprise movie that jumped out that i thought of was the good luck to you leo grand i mean that was a random kind of one that i felt like we did it was such a good episode i i i feel i need to plug that because like, people need to see that movie and they need yeah. to listen to this but that one really did jump out at me i was like oh that was a good one it was a yeah. really good one yeah yeah so yeah, so those were, um, and I mean, we've TV, we, we, we've had some big ones, but um, but I think people have Tell Me Lies and, and White Lotus and all those, but Hacks is still one of my favorites. Um, we did Hacks season two, and that that I felt like also we, we really click on that with that yeah, show. And I thought we thought this season show. was better. So yes, yes, I know. So yeah. those were, those are the ones that jumped out from yeah. our own podcast. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. So question six, oh. what, what made you happiest oh. this year? Oh, that, where was blind spots? Is that not? Oh, the, sorry. I, do I have sorry. Oh. No, that's five, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. What are your blind spots for oh. next year? Or yeah. what are your blind spots? I was like, Corinne's trying to skip this. She's got a blind yeah, spot. Probably. Blind <laughs> probably. Oh my God. But this is the one I thought was like, oh, you gotta be kidding me, buddy. Like, this is a hard one. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know by definition. Yeah. If you recognize it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but, and you, we've talked about this a lot. And, um, I think at one point you talked about blinders that, that I have on, um, I think, but then this is the one where I started having so many examples. I I I think I have so many blind spots. Um, I know. Um, so well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, you want to jump into it? I only have one. Go ahead, then you do yours. <laughs> okay, and then you're going to do all yours? No, I don't know yet. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Um, well, mine is, mine is, I think, relevant in that it's not, once I see it, I don't, it doesn't go away, right? It's not, I'm not identifying it. So it, for me, it's the difference between being ambitious and driven and having goals, but also letting go of the results yeah. and the outcomes. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is something I'm really struggling with. How to, and this year I think I did, you know, so many things, the like important lessons in life are multi step, and nobody really tells you that, right? You have to try them and then adjust. Um, and I don't know what of the, I didn't talk about it, but maybe if you're going to go more personal or, or thinking about it, I'll, I'll do, I mean, when you were talking about one of the surprises and we've talked about this, so this isn't a surprise to you, like how you've said things and, you know, you find connection and nothing, the world doesn't end. I have had the opposite experience mm-hmm. every time. And so I've gone in the other direction. I stopped sharing. I've stopped mm-hmm caring about a lot of things and that sounds terrible especially to me and but I'll tell you I couldn't have gotten through this year if I didn't do it so I'm glad I did I'm glad I stopped caring about certain things that I was so focused on that nobody cares about more than me 
Nobody. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's liberating in one way. But in other ways, it has felt like a betrayal of who I am and also an abandonment by the person who I want to care as much as me, but doesn't care as much as me. And so I need to figure that out because, yes, I got a lot more done. I let go of a lot more stuff, but I need to find the balance between how do I still feel like I'm in something. And I... This is not, this is about the podcast, it's about my marriage, it's about parenting. It's literally everything for me. I am a person who's like in it, needs to be in it with somebody. And so mm-hmm. it's all about Sally Rooney relational for me. Right, and right, so right. like it's even, it's my, which each of my kids, it's different. It's, it's just, mm-hmm. I always have a partner in something. It's always the relationship between me and that person. And mm-hmm. I've had to let go of things, but then how to A, be true to myself because I do care. And to pretend that I don't care about things that that I do care about is not good for me. (laughs) And then also how to free that other person from my expectations, but also not feel like then why – like I want to check out. I'm like, I'm done with you. You don't care about the things I care about, so I'm done with you. And that's like – and for all the things I need, the podcast, my marriage, and my kids, I can't just – be out. No. I can't no, just like no, no, no. you're you like know? that's not so, really an option. No, right. it's not an option. So I need to figure that out and that is I'm trying not to do goals, but that is something I'm I really want to look forward and 2023 yeah. how to how to make that meet in the middle. I don't know. Right. Yeah. 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 But I think in looking at the blind spots there is a little bit of look it is this is about goals mm. in a way or like thing. Okay. It is, okay. this one has an element, right? Of like, Yes. Because the whole point is you want to identify it so that going forward, you're not blinded by it, right? Yes. Or that you at least, I view it as, I think like you're saying, I think some of these, you're always going, this is like a forever blind spot, yes. right? I mean, it's yeah. a, right? Because you but won't be able to identify the specifics. It. Yeah, the, right. But right. you'll never, because ident- I do feel, and you know, you've fielded some calls yeah. from me recently yeah. where I feel caught off guard by how, so this goes back to my first one and they're probably all related which is the difference between being ambitious being driven holding myself to a certain standard but also letting go of results and what that means and and is it when is it settling and when is it not caring when is it apathy and apathy you know for me is I know for everyone it's a silent killer but But for for me it's 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 a game it's a what's deal breaker the one thing i always say i never have i have deal breaker my deal breaker is apathy and so i totally how to strike that balance yeah i know like i have this too holding on too tight to things without realizing why am i holding on to it are you holding on to it because you've attached it's it's from stutz i i was thinking this too like the non-attachment like you're holding on to a specific outcome or a specific person or a specific thing versus whatever I guess is the underlying feeling or thing that you hope to get from it. I think it's okay to hang on to that, but if you're mm. just trying to control the specific outcome, yeah. I think that's where it does become a problem. But to the blind spot point, it's like, yeah, I, I agree with you. I have, I have a very similar problem. And even when you name it and say it, as we've discussed, you you end up doing it again. Like you, you find yourself in another situation where you're like, oh my God, I'm doing it again. Like I I, yeah. I didn't see, I, I, 
I didn't see what that blind spot and here it is again. And yeah. so it's hard. I just think you're going to keep, um, keep running into it. I mean, one of mine, I think, is very similar, which is um, what parts of me are me mm. that I want to keep. But wait, before we I'm, go, before we yeah. go off of this, mm-hmm. oh, and maybe it's connected to that, frankly. Yeah, that it probably is. It probably is. But I am, I think I did a really good job of that in 2022, letting go of results of things. But I'm, I think I'm kind of wanting to take some of it back because mm-hmm. what, like, okay, I don't know. Can, can we just make up some hypothetical? Like you want something but you let go of the result of wanting it and then are you settling are you are you Mm. just right I don't I think I want to take a little bit of it back personally right right like I want the outcome that I want so please stop telling me that I shouldn't hold on to it yeah and maybe yeah and maybe if the alternative is letting like go how you get don't, the outcome like or just wait longer then wait longer then right don't settle yeah. keep just keep going because you want right. that what you want i don't know it's so right. hard to parse you these things apart want. yes it is it or maybe is you or like we've discussed maybe you want a certain outcome but and you think the way to get that outcome is x y and z step and maybe maybe you don't let go of the outcome you're absolutely right hold on to that but maybe the way you get there you have yes. to be a little more flexible about yeah. or that's where we talk about where you conspire with the universe listen i want that outcome universe you know i want that i'm not yeah. gonna let go of that but if you're telling me there's a different path there all right maybe i'll be open to that yeah. like maybe that's the part you let go of not the outcome you're right yeah some of those you don't want to let go of the outcome yeah you want that yeah but maybe you just free the grip on the vision you have of how you get to that outcome. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's where a little of the letting go comes in. Yeah. But I agree. I don't think you always want to let go of the actual outcome. I don't know. I think, I don't know. I did read a quote. It's it's a very um, common uh, tenet in Buddhism and also that Mm -hmm. that has been kind of used by yoga that comes often Mm -hmm. from those traditions. Um, but there's a quote from Deepak Chopra who said, when you let go of the need for any and all outcomes, life becomes a creative, magical adventure. So he would not agree, but look, we're not Deepak level. No, we're not. Yet. Uh-uh. We're so far <laughs> from Deepak level. We're just trying to get like yeah. one step closer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, okay. So, yeah. So I was saying my, I think one of my main forever blind spots like we're talking about that that you'll probably be dealing with forever is just sort of understanding which parts of me are really me that I want and like and which parts are from you know childhood and nurtured into you and parsing through that like debris that that, that's sort of in the way of who am I really and I just think that's a forever blind spot because there's so many things that you think are you that are really because of how you were raised or society or all these things that just are, you can't help it. They just permeate into you. And then you're like, but is that me? Do I even believe that? Do I even like that? Or, you know, and so like, I, I also thought like, like who is the voice in my head? Like sometimes I think it's my mother's voice in my head. So like, no, 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 it needs to be my voice in my head. Um, and I think... 
that's a major blind spot because you're mm-hmm. everything you do is infected by all of these things yeah. that have been seeped into you and <laughs> i don't know i'm thinking the wheat separating the wheat from the chaff or whatever mm. like what parts are really things that you want and yeah. that are you versus whatever the heck it's it's really an impossible task i think um but like these other blind spots i think once you're aware of them you're already like i think one one step ahead because i think that's probably right i do identified it yeah and you're thinking about it yeah thinking about it exactly yeah Yeah. and trying to assess it yeah but i think like i was saying so many of these big life lessons are so pithy in their you know five word (laughs) quotes but they are multi-step and they involve doing the thing and then doing the opposite of the thing and then finding i think the ultimate is coming back to some sort of middle ground right right exactly so Mm -hmm. some blind spots we got we're gonna at at least our eyes are open yeah all right you got more or no no that's all right okay yeah okay what uh what made you happiest this year i feel like we've already discussed this i mean yeah because mine was music and travel yeah live music travel and this podcast which really we've discussed all of exactly yeah yeah those are the big things i think i could add tennis but you know that's sort of was like my forever happiness yeah 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 all right that was an easy one yeah so who's the person you couldn't have gotten through this year without? Yeah. I mean, oh. this is a, I, yeah, oh, you like this question. Oh, I hate this okay. question. No, no. Because no. yeah. it's like, a, yeah, it's like an army of people. But yes, um, no, that's, a, it, um, it is. It is. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is. Um, I mean, I said my therapist because that is 100% true. <laughs> and that is one person. But, but there's uh, you. Hello. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you and my therapist and this podcast are really, and I could throw in, I mean, really all the same thing. Yeah. Um, no, really in a way, or even like, you know, I do have some, there's other friends who are willing to kind of get in these conversations with me, but they're not all the same. But yeah. but any, they're all intertwined because it's like, I, I realize now that I can't, like I can't get through the day yeah. the year, or whatever <laughs> yeah. without having the these kind of conversations, conversations. so yeah. these conversations yes. who's ever willing to have them with me yeah. and they and yeah it is a small list but yeah. it's what what we talk about on here yeah. it is therapy it is talking to you separately i mean yeah so that's it the whatever it's not necessarily a person but it's any person yeah who i can have these kind of real conversations and, we'll, with. and we'll go there important yeah yeah, who yeah. Will go, go there. there yeah i find them to be like oxygen mm-hmm. now and if you cut them off it's <laughs> yeah. not good for me yeah yeah, yeah. i'm with you so. there yeah same same uh, those conversations but that has been for me some time so i um but your willingness to go there with me is has been such a bright spot. I don't, I don't think I anticipated that when we started this podcast. I thought we would talk no. intelligently about kind of things that were maybe frivolous, but maybe not. And I that was the high-low part that drew me to this idea. And it has evolved to so much more. And I definitely couldn't have gone through without you and gotten to this point without you because I just didn't even know. Didn't even know right. it was possible. Right. Or that that's yeah. what I was trying to do. 
Um, also, I can't, I mean, I can't get through anything without producer Ian and also my husband Ian, <laughs> who's the, the same <laughs> is, um, right. for his content uh, commentary and, and just support. And yes. I think we have to talk about Natalie, too. Oh, that's right. Uh, yes. Yeah, we've had a new editor come on this year, and she is just above and beyond. And I, I don't know. We 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 literally couldn't have gotten yes. here without her. That is hundred percent true. She has turned Jessica Knowles' episode. You already mentioned she turned that around in like a matter of hours. That was uh, insane. Yeah, yeah, her her huge huge relief. A huge. Uh, relief and it just has allowed us to take this podcast in on social media in mm-hmm. in her editing all of it uh, to another level for us yeah, has freed right. up so much space for us to to look at other things so I, I we yes. we really couldn't neither of us have gotten could have gotten through this year without her so that's right Yay, yeah Natalie yeah all and right. like literally I mean I could list like but this isn't the Oscars and I hated that question <laughs> I'm like I'm just gonna <laughs> This Keep it is to- not the Oscars. Yeah. See? I'd like to thank yeah. my pu- No. I'm yeah. Just yeah. But I just mean well, to the say. Idea, the yeah. idea he said was, sorry, on his uh, Jay Shetty was like, that then you should go and tell these people. Yes. You know. Yes. Um, but I feel like they know. But, yeah. Oh, but I do. I, fair. I yeah. tell them very often. Yeah. Like, I can't. So. Because I can't. I, I couldn't yeah. imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Okay, so we reflected. We reflected, and it it was not so bad. (laughs) No, it was not so bad, and there was also a little looking forward, because I do think you can't help but, you know, when you reflect, think about how you might bring these things forward. Yeah. So we kind of did it. We did it. Yeah, we did. Well, we we, we did it. It's done. So (laughs) It's done. We made it through. Uh, All right, 2022. Peace out. Peace out. This has been Pop Fiction Women with Corinne and Kate. If you enjoyed this show, please tell the complicated women in your life. And the men who love them. Yes, tell them to listen. And then to follow on Spotify or review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And of course, share on social media. Tag us with your favorite books, TV shows and movies starring complicated women on Facebook and Instagram at Pop Fiction Women or on Twitter at Pop underscore women. For more coverage of the women you love or to find out if you qualify as a complicated woman, go to popfictionwomen.com. And keep it complicated.